If you know anyone in film or television production or any of the ancillary businesses that support uh, our film and television, then this is great news for you and them. Uh, Netflix has announced they're creating a production hub in Toronto. Here to talk about their relationship with Netflix, Cinespace uh, VP Jim Mercopoulos joins the show. Jim, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me back, Kelly. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for being here, Jim. This is a really big deal for Toronto and for Cinespace. Tell us a little bit about the uh, deal you've got going on with Netflix. Well, uh, Netflix has announced today that they are going to open a production hub in Toronto. What that means is there'll be a steady stream of repeat business from Netflix. We've seen sporadic activity from them over the years. We hosted their first project back in 2012 called Hemlock Grove. I think it was their second ever original project. And uh, since that time, they've been coming over and over again, and now they are taking the bull by the horns and saying we want to control our own studio capacity, and uh, they've announced that today. So that means uh, we're going to probably cross over the $2 billion mark as an industry very soon. So That's amazing. Huge, huge win for the entire film community from top to bottom. Now, we spoke a while ago about your new space, the new facilities that are going to be open and operating by 2019, the summer of 2019. And these are the spaces that Netflix has decided that they're going to be leasing for a few years? Correct. The largest portion of that production hub will be formed by our new studio complex on right on the waterfront, the Marine Terminal 51 complex that will form the studios. And the old Rochester Ferry Terminal will be 20,000 square feet of brand new office space for Netflix as well. Besides your amazing facility... Um, what makes Toronto so attractive for Netflix? Well, listen, the no, no production ends up anywhere these days without some kind of financial incentive. And very, very lucky for our entire industry, uh, Premier Doug Ford and Finance Minister Vic Fideli came to see us right, very, very early on uh, after the election and said, we really want to give you guys stability, unlike the previous government. What can we do? And we said, just don't. Just tell everyone that the tax credit will stay the same. The production tax credit is the reason this activity exists. And to their credit, they came out and said, we will give you stability. We're not going to touch anything. We want you guys to be in, a, in, a, in an environment where television producers can budget three, four, five seasons in advance and not have to worry about anything. So that was number one. Number two... Uh, Mayor Tory, as you may know, did three trips to Los Angeles in a four-year time span, which is huge. He's, he went to thank all the clients that have ever shot here before. Most importantly, he said, please send us more business. Please send us your repeat business. So this is a big win for Mayor Tory as well. He worked very hard to achieve this. And, uh, and lastly, but not least, is the technicians. As you know, Kelly, uh, award-winning <laughs> over the last two years have been more than ever before in this industry. Handmaid's Tale, best series last year. Shape of Water, best feature. Um, that means that our crews are some among the best in the world right now. Netflix is recognizing that, so they're tying up space, and they're going to keep crews busy to produce really, really top-quality content. Back about uh, 15 to 20 years ago, Vancouver was Hollywood North. Now, Toronto, are we producing way more than Vancouver does? We've just stolen back the mantle. Yes, we have. <laughs> so I would, say, I would say more. In truth, the numbers are probably quite similar. Mm-hmm. One thing Toronto and Ontario does have, though, that Vancouver does not, is the diversity of locations. Vancouver is stuck with only a couple of looks, really. Uh, Toronto can really reproduce uh, any location in the world very, very easily. Um, the diversity of acting talent. We, can, you know, we have actors that speak any language. We have now some of the best facilities in the world, the best equipment houses in the world, the best technicians in the world. So we really have a lot going for us. So I know the government had been talking about some sort of tax with Netflix. Do you think they'll be backing off now because now this allows Netflix to say, wait a minute, we are producing some Canadian content? Well, listen, I can't speak to the tax policy side, but what I can say is 
you know, having a, a big digital content um, producer like them in town, I think it provides more opportunities for very, very talented Canadian artists to, to, get their, to get their content in front of Netflix. I really think it's a great opportunity because at the end of the day, everyone has to work their way up from somewhere. And we have seen success stories. A young, young filmmaker in Toronto named Jeff Chan, who, you know, he turned a, a GoFundMe eight-minute movie into a, an $8 million feature that he got fully funded, and he owns 100% of the IP. So stories like that, you know, give me faith that our industry is going to be just fine. And this is uh, this is good news for anyone who works in, you know, even from restaurants to, you know, a Home Depot, because you've got to build the sets. So the money that comes from, uh, you know, the film industry goes to so many other supportive right. industries. Right. The economic spillover is huge, Kelly. The, and what people need to remember about Netflix is their budgets for their te- television projects, especially, seem, you know, usually in the area of five to six to seven million dollars per episode. I mean, every 10 days. There's five or six or seven million dollars being spent on an episode of a project. That's a, that's a huge spillover in the community, and I think it's going to reach you know to every corner of Toronto. Quite honestly, because they're shooting all over the place. All right. Do we know what they're going to start shooting, or is it just sort of you know, hey, we've just established this multi-year lease with Netflix, or have they already said, and we're going to take this production and film it in Toronto? Well, uh, as you remember, last year we partied really hard the night The Shape of Water won Best Picture Oscar, right? True story. Shortly after that announcement, uh, shortly after that win, Netflix announced uh, a multi-project deal with producer J. Miles Dale and, and director and producer Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo, he wants to do most of his projects here. Uh, I think the Netflix release mentioned that uh, the first couple of projects that they're going to roll through the hub will be uh, Guillermo projects, which is great news. Yeah, great news for us, too. We just had J. Miles Dale on the uh, the show last week talking about the Oscars and how he wasn't just didn't have enough time to say thank you um, <laughs> when he was awarded the Oscar for Shape of Water. And by the way, speaking of the Oscars, you know, they backtracked on that decision where they were going to give awards for editing and cinematography and I think makeup. And I know I'm forgetting one other uh, shorts. They must have heard your segment where you slammed them for uh, for cutting away to the theater across the street. In, in truth, uh, the Oscars is undergoing a huge change. As yep. you saw, there's a bit of a backtrack. Also, uh, Roma is a Netflix film, and if it ends up winning, that's also going to help the landscape shift a little bit uh, in favor of digital platforms as well. It's going to be a year to watch for sure. Well, as you say, the landscape is uh, is shifting, and if it's shifting towards us here in Toronto, I think that makes a lot of people happy, especially yourself at, at Cinespace. Thank you so much for giving us some time today. Thank you for having me. Everyone in the film and TV industry should be celebrating today. It's a great day. Cheers, Jim.